0: Hello, my name is Ashley Peterson. I'm the social media editor for The Uproar, and you're listening to Uproar Radio on 88.5 FM WCUG. As the vaccine rollout across the country takes place, we have seen the addition of a third vaccine to help combat the ongoing pandemic. I sat down with TJ Henderson, pharmacy supervisor with Piedmont-Columbus Regional, to discuss what it means to not only have a new vaccine, but also how that changes the equation for our community. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, thanks for having me.
0: So I'm sure you've been hearing about and dealing with a lot of vaccination efforts. And so I just wanted to ask you a little bit about your experience with that and what people need to know. So first off, how has the approval of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine affected Muskogee, or how is it projected to?
1: Well, so Johnson & Johnson's my, if I remember correctly, they were approved for 4 million doses. Now, how that'll be distributed out nationally, it's kind of uh, from the top down, down to the state, and then the state kind of allocates from there. Um, the site that I specifically am working at with West Central Georgia, um, currently right now, we are only administering Moderna vaccine. So, you know, we're kind of on the horizon right now with this new vaccine out. If we are lucky enough to have a vaccine catered to our site definitely be a game changer for us and for the population of the surrounding counties.
0: What has that effort looked like so far?
1: Um, From a local perspective, it has it's been tremendous. We've had a lot of community outreach and a big shout out goes to a lot of the community of Columbus. Uh, A lot of people or rather let me rephrase that our clinic is volunteer based. In other words, it does not function unless we have volunteers. And so we've had um, community warriors, they've helped out with us. The National Guard currently right now, we have volunteers from there. Um, And then, surrounding members throughout the community of Alabama and uh, West Central Georgia have all pitched in to help, whether they've been um, just citizens or if they're previous healthcare workers, they've been able to make this clinic um, work as efficiently as as it has. And so, you know, up to date right now, we have at our clinic administered a little over 10,000 doses right now. So that includes first and second doses. Um, That's not split evenly. Right now, we're kind of in a hump right now where we're trying to get more doses allocated so we can continue to serve these communities. But we've seen a, a, a huge, huge response from not only Muskogee counties, but counties from all over around us wanting to get vaccinated, which is definitely reassuring at a time like this during a pandemic where. You know people need to get vaccinated and so we've had a really good outcome so far and we just want to keep that momentum going
0: i'm so glad to hear that um, especially because you know i know georgia has been hard hit what have been the challenges so far of you know trying to do this vaccination effort and reaching as many people as
1: possible to be honest the biggest obstacle has been getting vaccine and so you know as much as we want to vaccinate people that's our pr- number one priority we just Oftentimes you're having difficulty getting it. Um, and I think, you know, the community needs to understand that when we have it, you're gonna get it. And obviously abiding by those specifications that the public health has lined out for everybody as far as who can get it and when they can get it, you know, we'll be the first persons to let you know that you guys can get the vaccine. So without a doubt, it's definitely been supply. You know, we we had a pretty large allocation up at the very beginning and we've been trying to get some more. But like I said, that kind of comes from the top down to us.
0: And I know some of the kind of guidelines for who can receive a vaccine have changed recently. Could you walk us through that a little bit?
1: Well, it depends which vaccine. Um, It really just depends which vaccine. So the FDA releases what's called an emergency use authorization which ultimately allows these vaccines to be given in the first place. Now, with that being said, each vaccine has its own specific criteria. From a public health standpoint, as far as who can get it right now, what we're seeing is your frontline healthcare workers in a hospital setting, doctor's offices, um, patients who are 65 and older and their caregivers. Um, We're also seeing um, inpatient long-term care uh, residents, as well as the staff at those long-term patient care facilities. And most recently, it's opened up now more to a little bit broader um, patient population, including um, patients 18 and older with severe comorbidities, which the public health outlines. I won't go into all of that. And then additionally, you're starting to see there was a wider scope of people that were allowed. But I do know know for those patients who are 18 years and older with a comorbidity, their caregivers can also receive that as well.
0: For the people who are still waiting, you know, to be eligible or just to get an appointment in general, what can they do, you know, both to help the vaccination effort and to help just limit the spread of COVID in general?
1: You know, so there was this there was a timeline in the very beginning on when they were going to not concrete timeline, but they had a plan as to when and um, which phases were going to be rolling out. And I think that plan has ultimately um, changed mostly just because of the fact we can't get vaccine. So right now, that being our rate limiting step is getting vaccine, I encourage patients from everywhere to continue to check their local public health websites. They'll have information on not only um, coalitions that will be administering vaccines, but also sites for them to reach out to. And I think one of the great things, too, now is that we're hearing that retail pharmacies across the state are now also administering vaccines. So We've kind of got a two pronged approach for public health as well as the retail sector.
0: Even with this two-pronged approach to vaccine distribution, there are still some problems. TJ explains.
1: Yeah, so it really it varies on volumes and it varies on kind of the acuity of what area you're in. So as one could imagine, you know, you, you would expect a lot of your doses to be distributed to more of the Atlanta and surrounding area because it is a more heavily populated area. Uh, but another factor that they're looking at is also usages and as far and they they're able to track through an online. Um, registry, uh, otherwise known as GRITS, funny enough being in Georgia, but it's basically Georgia's registry for immunizations for all patients in the state of Georgia. And each coalition, each site actually documents these vaccines that are given. So that's another method that the state of Georgia is using to document and track all these vaccines that are given
0: if somebody does get a vaccine, let's say in Alabama, for example, um, but they are a Georgia resident, is that documented the same way? Does, you know, do Georgia places have that kind of information?
1: So that's a little bit more site-specific. You know, for, and I'll use our, our region, I coalition as an example. The doses that we get, we make sure that the people who receive First doses at are at our clinic, they're going to receive their second dose. So with that being said, that, 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 that offers a kind of a limitation as outsiders may be coming in if they didn't get their first dose here. The doses that we have allocated for patients who got their first dose, we can't short them a dose. So we've had to be a little bit more strict on our front lines, but that doesn't speak for other facilities who may be a bit more lenient. You know, my, my mentality is always mm-hmm. that we're going to vaccinate you some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. And we'll work with the patients as to where they got mm-hmm. their vaccine and maybe coordinating an effort to make sure that they do get that second dose on time.
0: Is there anything else that you just want the public to know for anybody who is eligible right now or is going to be soon?
1: I think, you know, just continuing to maintain that diligence, checking online, checking websites, um, finding local clinics or retail pharmacies that are offering vaccines. And, you know, to continue, you know, don't give up because this is a a massive wide state and national global effort to get vaccinated. And I know there's a lot of, you know, concerns surrounding these vaccines, but I encourage everybody that who is that can and who is willing to please, please vaccinate.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. And I think it's going to be really valuable information for the area as well. Yeah, I believe we're done. Thank you so much. Um, I hope we covered any information that you wanted to get out there.
1: Yeah, I think I think a big public service announcement for this, you know, in general, which is, you know, continuing to encourage, you know, all citizens to continue to wear a mask, continue to wash hands and social distance. This vaccine isn't a cure, so to speak. So this is something that, you know, although we're vaccinated, there's still others out there who aren't. And I think maintaining our diligence um, and continuing to practice those safe practices will only benefit us benefit us in the end. Yeah, if you guys ever uh, have any questions or anything, then make this happen again.
0: Thank you so much. Right. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Goodbye. Bye.
0: Uproar Radio was produced with the cooperation of the student staff of Cougar Radio and the CCU Department of Communication. Thank you to Department Chair Dr. Dana Gibson, WCUG Faculty Advisor Dr. Bruce Getz, and to Uproar Faculty Advisor Joe Miller. You can listen to this show and other shows on SoundCloud. Just look up our call letters WCUG. I'm Ashley Peterson, and you've been listening to Uproar Radio. Let the flow on, baby. Let love be free, I reach for you honey, you reach for
1: me, for you honey.